Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I think John Hamm and I, our portmanteau would be Ram. What is that? Portmanteaus, where it's like Brangelina. It's where you take two celebrity names and you combine oh. them. Just like Brangelina, Benifer too, or Philium H. Muffman. So okay. I think it'd be Ram. Maybe John Her Robinson. <laughs> John Her Robinson fan fam. I like that. And then your portmanteau would be with Drake, I assume. Yeah, I mean. It, no, it'd be Jake. <laughs> oh, it'd be Jake. It'd be Jake. Yeah, that's cute. She's someone I've been in love with since I was 22 years old. Okay, but here's why I don't think he'd be a good fit for you. Because he does Go so ahead. much for publicity. Like, you would never date someone for publicity no. to promote a movie. Drake and Jennifer Lopez's fake relationship is just a publicity stunt to publicize their record together. I feel like he's so calculated and you're like a natch person. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you guys would date and he'd be like, Drake, I need you to be the real you. Yeah, totally. That's like... Yeah. The movie that I need to write for me and Dr- I'm like, what's who are you? Like who's the real you, you know? I got fake people showing fake love to me straight up to my face. And he's like trying to show out. He's like wearing all these sweaters. He's Instagramming us at like fucking Lavo. <laughs> and I'm like, babe, I just wanna be And he's like, nah, Jasmine got a better That's ignorant. But my <laughs> vagina would definitely be like, Oh cool. He sounds like a vibrator that's on its last battery. So I've been in the crib with the phones. Is that an original song? Yeah, I made it up. <laughs> it was a mix. It was like kind of jock jammy. It was, it was very jock jam. <laughs> it was very, uh, now that's what I call music, volume 28. <laughs> yeah. When it's just really bad at the end. <laughs> Dragged. Yes, coming in hot. <laughs> Can you believe it, Jess, that we are here with a third season of our critically acclaimed hip podcast? I mean, I totally can because the peeps love us out in the streets. Anyway, I'm Ms. J. Willie, a.k.a. Ms. J. Silly. We got Feebles Robin Sands sitting next to me. And as always, thanks for your awesome support. We're here and we're ready to bring you an amazing third season with guests like Carrie Brownstein, Tig Notaro, Gabrielle Union, and more. Like Barack Obama. <laughs> we don't have him. Netanyahu. We do not have Benjamin Netanyahu on here. Justin Trudeau. We do not have Justin Trudeau on here. <laughs> <laughs> and we are starting off with a major, a major, as Victoria Beckham would say, bang. Today we have Chris Garcia, hashtag Cuban cutie, Morgan Murphy, hashtag gorgeous red curls, and I met Don Draper himself, John Hamm, hashtag my future husband. That episode was so fun to It record. was so good. Everyone killed it. Yeah, I like was wingmanning you so hard it was great and we were back in cali 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 your home state yeah so it's a nice homecoming yeah it was a really really hot and sexy show in general like all our shows are hot and sexy this one in particular was hot and sexy like 6.0 beeps you ready to go to the bone zone i'm already lubed up and i got a condom in one hand great (laughs) let's do it We 
the Terragram Ballroom in Los Angeles! <laughs> Feels great to be home, oh baby. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. How does it feel to be back? Does it, like, it's take you back? It's very excellent. It's, yeah. like, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Very nostalgic. Um, I grew up here. I went to Cal State Long Beach. Go Beach! <laughs> cool. Fuck, we're out here. Go Dirtbags. <laughs> we're called the Dirtbags, dude. Oh. Moneyball was shot at our school. <laughs> I don't know amazing. if you've heard of us. Spielberg went there, and then he stopped going there to go to USC. That's cool. Steve I went Martin to, went there. I went to Pratt Institute, and they, That's an amazing school. they did a scene uh, of uh, Debbie Does Dallas there. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, it was shot, it was shot in the uh, library, if I'm correct. That's with the lit. Trivia. That's lit. Yeah. I, my college, Cal State <laughs> Long Beach, was 15 miles from my parents' house. And my first year... I was, like, making new friends and stuff, and my mom and I really missed each other, but I would go into my cafeteria, and my mom would be there getting jello. <laughs> and I'd be like, what are you doing here? She's like, I was working out here, so I decided to stop by your fucking cafeteria. <laughs> that's And I'd be like, hysterical. I'm mortified. Yeah, that soup's embarrassing. You can't it's do really, that. Mom, it was really embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> She's here. She knows what she did. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> She's up there somewhere. She knows what she did. Yeah. It's mortifying. Okay, so take me back. You're back in your, your hometown. You're yeah. back feeling the memories. That's the back men's. in the South Bay in Torrance, California. And Tor Tor. Uh, what was your like first date like? My first DZ was. <laughs> That sounds like dick, but sure. My oh, those two were not the same. Yeah. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh, the the gap between those. Um, my first date. One of my first dates, we went up. There's this um, really beautiful park called Rocket Ship Park. And uh, it's fucking, it's awesome. It's this tiny park, and you go up the hills. And there's like this jungle gym, but it's shaped like a, uh, a rocket ship. And you can climb all the way up to the top, and it's perfect for like two toddlers. <laughs> and I was like 16 or 17. And you, when you go up there, you can see all, like, you can see all of Los Angeles just like glittering and beautiful. I think my earliest date was like up there in, in Rocket Ship Park. Oh, that's It cute. was, like, pretty tight. I thought, honestly, when we mentioned maybe talking about first dates, I was going to, like, roast somebody. But <laughs> that one was, like, pretty cool. That's, like, so romantic. That feels very Felicity to me. Yeah. Like, it was very, very much, safe. like, Buffy, like, right. Angel season two. Right. Like, you may... <laughs> You make out shirtless, but you keep your bra on. Yeah, it's very it's tasteful. Nothing, it's nothing tasteful. crazy. Like, my parents are, like, ministers. Like, I right. can't, like, disrespect my ancestors. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, we don't need that now. <laughs> what about you? What about your first day? My first day Because you was, grew up in Cleveland, right? I grew up in Cleve, and, um... <laughs> don't judge my journey. Uh, <laughs> I hate it. 
I hate uh, it already. But I was like such I was such a door. I went to a predominantly white high school and like no one ever asked me out. So my first date wasn't until freshman year of call. Mm-hmm. And was it a white man? <laughs> it was a it was a ginger. Oh! Wow, bold. Bold. That's you know they crazy. burn easily a lot of them. <laughs> and he uh I think was a year older than me. Uh-huh. Ooh, fast. No, sorry. <laughs> you move fast, girl. No, sorry. I think it was junior year. <laughs> I was a junior. This Whatever. feels very got... Felicity as right. well. <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting a long time. Okay. Uh, no, so yeah, we, we went out to... Uh, there's this um, restaurant near our campus called Zaytunes. And we had... Don't judge me. <laughs> And uh, I remember we went out. It was like a, a he was wearing like a fedora. <laughs> <laughs> like seventy five percent of people in the room wore a fedora. Once. Right. It was also it was like mid aughts. It's like what yeah. people did. Yeah. And, and like Justin Timberlake wore a fedora in the Senorita video. Right. Like it's fine. <laughs> and you guys all fat we, like, to it. We so, did. I yeah. mean, I did. Yeah. Uh, but this was like he was like dressed up so he wore like a fedora we had like a great time and (laughs) and (laughs) it was like very Casablanca it was just like or maybe like Fosse where it's like one (laughs) and all that jazz (laughs) so anyway we had a great time and he walked me back to my dorm Mm -hmm. and we always had like a security guard at all the dorms and so we're like talking when they do just like <laughs> just doing like just things that don't matter right nothing matters you're just waiting to like kiss and then like the security guard was like oh yeah there was a crime here earlier <laughs> was it a lady or no, was it, it was a, dude? it was a black That's dude it was like fuck dude like he was probably like y'all want this yeah <laughs> he's like don't don't do a girl uh it's, no. all, it's never too late to come back yeah. <laughs> But he's like, there's a crime here. And we're like, oh, uh, I guess we should ask what happened. And so we did. And he was like, yeah, man, this, uh, this dude got beheaded. And we were like, what? <laughs> New York City crimes are wild. When I come here, people are like, a coyote was walking around a backyard neighborhood. And then that's it. But when you land in New York, it's like Sandy Canyon on Taxi TV being like, 16 people stabbed each other 1,000 times. <laughs> yeah, so we we're like, we we're like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, man, Chinese mafia happens all the time. We we're like, what? And so, and we like, we still kiss goodnight because we're like, we're not going to let this ruin it. That's literally like... That's, like, very similar to the civil rights movement. <laughs> Where, like, this you know on Selma when Virginia. they did it the first yeah. time, and then they were like, don't come. So everybody's like, no, we won't march the first time. You yeah. like guys, like, pursued it. Yeah, we pursued it. It was Loving versus Virginia. It was great. Uh, <laughs> that's rude. It's literally that. Yeah. Well, kind of. Kind of. Um, but yeah, that was that was my first day. That is wild. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. It's really disrespectful of him to like drag the <laughs> both of you like that. Like he knew you guys were probably like being weird, being like, I had a great time tonight. Yeah, right. me too. The chicken was fine, yeah. wasn't it? Zaytunes yeah. is great. <laughs> I hope they go far. 
Somebody's been ahead of here. You hear that? No, I hadn't heard it because I was on a fucking date, but sure. That's so disrespectful. Yeah, he a... loved it. I know. And the guy, his name was Nolan. Oh, he has a Reddit named Nolan. No, yeah. no, no, if you're listening well, tonight. No, no, no. But that we dated for a while, and then he called things off. Why? I don't know. And then... <laughs> you know. You know he gave you an explanation. And you listened to it for probably four minutes when he explained it to you. And yet, years later... I don't know this shit. I mean... I don't know. It doesn't even matter. Like, it I have really two doesn't. dope queens and, like... Literally... Are there any um, eligible young men here this evening? So there's two. It looks like there's two. Okay. 650 um, people. Do you have pink hair? Yeah. That's cool, man. All right. All right. I don't know, Phoebe. Okay. Who's the other? Who's the other? Who's the other one? There's two. Here. Wait, where? Uh, he's He's like into it, but he's a shy guy. Yeah. That's okay. I'm a shy girl. You're a lawyer. Um, what you're kind a, of this? This guy's a lawyer. Yeah. What kind of law? Because <laughs> they're like what, like hot hipster law. Yeah. <laughs> you like investigate stolen skateboards? Like what happened? <laughs> <laughs> we need to pitch this. Yeah. Like, this is a great they show. They were like, somebody cut me in line at Intelligentsia. I'm mad. <laughs> No, he's cute. We yeah, shouldn't drag him like what's, this. Okay, what's your name? My name's Armin. Armin. Ooh, Whoa. okay. Okay. What's Armin, the what's, what's the, the ethnicity? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Let me tell you something. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Y'all can cook. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how old are you? Wow. You're 26. Boo, get old, bro. Fuck you. Boo. Why are you born? 1990. You're 1990. Okay, what do you like to do for one, for fun? God damn. Take it back. Take it back. It's okay. Take it back. We'll think about it. Take it back. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. That's okay. We'll take it back. No, I know. What the fuck just happened? You said, you said, what do you do for Lund? And then he was like, what? But it's okay. It's okay. I feel like I lost it. I lost it. You did. You did. But we're going to get it back. You take a second. I'll get him. I'll get him. So what do you do for Lund? (laughs) I'm just going to make it normal. I'm going to make it normal. Thank you. Yes. What do you do for Lund, man? (laughs) What do you do for fun? Oh, no, I'm getting nervous. Oh, that's nervous. fair. That's cute. That's fair. We get paid to be here. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, well, it's nice talking to you, I guess. Yeah, he's cute. <laughs> he's cute. He's hot. You're adorbs. I'm into it. Yeah. yeah. What'd you date younger? I did it before, so I'm like done. You're done? <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. But I was smash and dash. Sure. He's like, he passed. Did you? <laughs> you said you would what? Smash and dash, younger. That's ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was like intense, like speed dating. It was, and I get, like, honestly, I get why he got nervous, but also, he's really cute. So I think you should. Maybe we'll wait. 
go after round two, three. But that's a good that's a good option. Yeah. It's okay. a good option. But wait, what kind of law is it? You never told me. Entertainment law. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I'm suing you guys tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Because you guys weren't funny. What if that was entertainment law? Yeah. I didn't have a good time. Sue them. <laughs> I used to work for an entertainment lawyer. They're great. They're really? Great people. You yeah. should tell them about it. Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah. Where are you from originally? I was actually born in New York City. Okay. Where? What part of Los Angeles? Let me be the judge of this. What part? Where? Have I heard Whitt- of Whittier? Every, every person that's from Whittier says, I'm from Whittier. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> and it's so weird because everybody knows where Whittier is. What is Whittier? It's a fucking place like any other place. But every person from Whittier says, I'm from Whittier. Have you heard of it? And I'm like, yes. It's not a why. It's not right. like, it's not. Mogadish, I don't know. <laughs> okay. It's okay. okay. Don't be embarrassed. Like, express yourself. Okay, cool. This, um... He's cool, though. He's cool. Yeah. He checks out. What's anyway. this wet... What's this wet... Oh, mobile? that's because... I think you I that? threw water on the crowd when I came out. You did not, did yeah. you? Yeah, I was, like, very U2. Like, like, I saw Bono star. do it. <laughs> Can you stop? <laughs> You ready to get the show started? I'm so excited about the show tonight. You guys, it is so fucking good, so hold on to your panties. Yeah, this um, is like wild. We got some surprises for you. <laughs> uh, our next act that we're bringing to the stage, he's fantastic. You've heard him on This American Life. He's tearing it up, touring all over the country. Please get up for Chris Garcia! Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Give it up for uh, Jessica and Phoebe, huh? What did I make? It's nice to be here. I am, uh, let's, let's jump into it. I'm the uh, first American-born son of refugees. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Don't I look scary? <laughs> Is it the Hawaiian shirt or the skinny jeans? I don't know. Maybe it's the snaggle tooth. I'm gonna get ya. My parents are refugees or immigrants from Cuba. Thank you. (laughs) And uh, you know what? I think a lot of comics get on stage and they make fun of their immigrant parents, and I think those days are done. I think we have a better responsibility now. I think, uh, first of all, it's played out. That shit's played out, you know? Yeah, my parents say Yamba use. Wow. <laughs> they call it the yak in the box. Wow! Isn't that crazy? It's very disrespectful. It's very rude. It's also very unfair. My father doesn't have any recourse. My dad never once got on stage and shit on me. Not once did my dad get on stage. Hey, you guys! Anybody have an American-born kid? Okay, I'm gonna talk about it. Oh, man. 
My son Christian, he goes by Chris. Yeah, okay, I believe it, man. His name is Christian Andres Primitivo Garcia. But sure, call him Chris. Oh, yeah, very cute. Whitewash motherfucker. Can you believe this guy? Talking about being cute. He doesn't look cute. He looks like he works at Trader Yo's or some shit. Motherfucker. Me and his mom, Matica, that's her name. Uh, we're refugees from Cuba. In our 30s, we came to the United States. Yeah, United States. Did I, did I stutter? What's your problem? <laughs> we came to the United States. A year later, we had Chris. <laughs> our little golden boy. Our second chance. Our firstborn American kid. We had him. I put everything... I broke my back for this kid. I worked blue-collar jobs, graveyard shift, to put him in a good school, escuela privada, private school. We got him tutors because he's stupid. <laughs> a stupid kid. I can't believe it. he's my son, but whatever. He's my son. I love him, okay? I love him. I encourage him. Christian, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. This is America. The land of opportunity... You are a good person. You work hard. You can do forever you want. <laughs> you can do forever you want. <laughs> I pushed them. I pushed them. And you can, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Like a little choo-choo train. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can. Si se puede. Si se puede. Si se puede. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. He goes to UC Berkeley. Yeah, one of the best public universities in the United States. And you want to know what he studied? Anybody want to take a gander? And what this motherfucker is studying? He studied poetry. Are you telling me I floated through shark-infested waters on a hubcap so this motherfucker can read haikus? This kid got so smart, he became stupid again. <laughs> My father never did that. There's more reasons to make fun of me than I do of him. I grew up here in Los Angeles. Awesome. Inglewood, up to no good. Hell yeah, Inglewood. Grew up on the corner of Go Raiders and Fuck Haters. Uh, <laughs> Went to a rough high school. Our mascot was Cypress Hill. And uh, I got one little fight, and my mom got scared. And she sent me to school in Manhattan Beach, California. You guys know Manhattan Beach? It's all flip-flops and Adam's apples. It is Daniel Tosh as far as the eye can see, everybody. It is Tosh Australia. Most popular guy in my grade was named Brogan Donahoe. Did you know that you could have that name? Brogan Donahoe? Brogan fucking Donahoe, dude. Brogan Donahoe. First syllable of his name is bro. The last one is ho. His name is technically bros before hoes. That's how much of a bro that guy was. 
He ran for class president. His slogan was Brogan. Uh. <laughs> That's my slogan. <laughs> and he won. He ran unopposed. You can't fuck with that slogan. It's too good. It's a crazy time in my life because my dad was out of a job and so uh, we lied about where we lived so I can go to school in Manhattan Beach. They found another family with the last name Garcia somehow uh, (laughs) in the Los Angeles area. (laughs) My dad was out of a job. Uh, He was convinced because his English wasn't good, which it was not good, but uh, he enrolled in the adult ESL program with me at this school, so I went to school with my dad. My dad and just a bunch of fucking brogans, dude. <laughs> My dad just, oh, you're Chris! <laughs> hey, you forgot your lunch, man! Don't forget where you come from, okay? You're not one of these rich kids. Don't forget where you come from. <laughs> Manhattan Beach. <laughs> also, vote for brogan. He has a very good slogan, you know what I mean? You can't vote in Cuba, so take advantage. Told that joke recently in uh, Minneapolis. I, I got heckled by a Trump-ass dude. Uh, I know. You know these Trump-ass dudes? Looks, Santa Claus with a camo hat on. <laughs> Looks like the type of dude that comments on porn. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, tits. Uh! <laughs> I told that joke. He called me a snowflake. He called me the F word. The worst one. In, I, was, I was like, it, it was terrible. And then he asked me, he's like, do you put the burrito in your butt or in your mouth? In my mouth, dude. I don't know, they don't got a lot of burritos in Minneapolis, but they go in your mouth. Burrito. Don't get me wrong, I have a couple cocktails. I get a little lengua down there, but not the whole burrito. <laughs> people are emboldened to be terrible and I hate it snowflake my father was a political prisoner for two years he was locked up in an internment camp where he pulled sugar cane with his bare hands until they bled he did it from sun up to sundown. he was persecuted for his religion that's hilarious like that was the best part of the set (laughs) torturing your dad he's put in solitary confinement he was given electroshock therapy he he kicked rocks he got out of cuba he had to leave my mother my two-year-old sister he went to spain he left his mother behind his sister who he never saw again worked all over spain morocco Southern France to make enough money to pay off the government to get my mom and sister back together in Spain. They moved to the United States. They worked hard. It was tougher than my dad thought it was going to be. He had a mental breakdown. He's put in a mental institution for a couple months. My dad rose up. He worked as a machinist. You know, you get laid off all the time when you got these blue-collar jobs. Got laid off. They never let me know it. 
I went to a private school. I couldn't afford it anymore. We lied to go to another school. When I went to that school in Manhattan Beach, I was put in slow class. I didn't even know it. Because my parents, you know, I grew up, my schools are in Inglewood and shit. My parents come in to register me. They were in factory smocks. My dad smells like metal. I was put in slow class. I thought I was hella smart. <laughs> One day I looked down at my report card. And my friend's like, hey, dude, you're not in the college prep class. And I wasn't. And I got mad, and my parents rose, they made a stink, put me in college prep classes, and I found out I was made ineligible to go to a four-year college. It broke my parents' heart, but it lit a fire in mine. I started taking school seriously. I went to UC Berkeley. Also, I took a break in the middle because my parents needed help. Went back to school, finished, and you know that little piece of paper, that fake diploma that you get when you walk down with your funny hat on? I gave it to my dad. My dad was so proud, he folded it up, he kept it in his wallet, he showed it to everybody he knew. And I'm the fucking snowflake. I don't think so. Maybe I'm a snowflake because I'm beautiful and unique and I have ice running through my veins. My parents didn't risk their lives and escape a totalitarian regime for me to be living under one. We're better than this. This country was... This country is born of immigrants. Immigrants and allies... People of color, gay folks. We make this country what it is, and I think we're going to save it, everybody. Um, I'm honored to be here tonight. Thank you so much. Peace. Give it up for Chris Garcia! This message comes from Two Dope Queen sponsor, BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in the day, how would you use it? BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you figure out what's most important to you so you can prioritize it. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DopeQueens today to get 10% off your first month. This week on the New Yorker Radio Hour, a young writer attaches himself to a rising star in politics named Barack Obama. Interesting guy. Speaks in what sound like paragraphs. Very good posture, that guy. Enviable posture. <laughs> I am a writer, and I have this, this very slight hunch. He has none of that. A political coming-of-age story from staff writer Vincent Cunningham, plus actor and director Bradley Cooper, all on the New Yorker Radio Hour from WNYC Studios. Listen wherever you get your podcast. It feels so tight. Like, yeah. Everything's coming together body-wise tonight. I went paleo today. I like did a one-mile run today, and I was like, enough. 
a one mile run i can't even do that i went at noon it was like crazy but sometimes when i run and i get like at like 0.7 miles i have to go poopy oh so yeah. then i just call it quits and i just like walk the rest of the way <laughs> It was great. It was, it's been really wonderful. Yeah, that's great. It's been a wonderful day. Uh, should we? Can I get water? Can, can I, I get, some, get water? some water? No. Great non-response. Can anybody? Uh, is there anyone out there who has <laughs> water? Oh my god! Can I sit? Is that yes, like a thing people sit. do? You can do please whatever sit. you want. Do. Literally do whatever you want. I like the way you got on that seat. It's very. I'm. Let's guys. Let's all be professional. Okay? Like, let's all. Fucking cool it. This is. Everyone, be chill. Be chill. This man is an Emmy award-winning actor. Okay. Producer. Treat him with respect like a human and not a piece of meat. This was Phoebe in the mirror today. (laughs) (laughs) Treat him like a human. (laughs) Human. Human. Seriously, I I feel, okay, so this is my reaction whenever somebody's like very handsome. It's like I just... I don't come out. I go in. Like, I shut right. down. Like, I just need to go. Just, like, I need to go here. and <laughs> Take a moment. Take a moment. I mean... It just feels so dumb because I thought I was over it. And I was like, it's going to be cool. Like, we knew you were going to come to right. the show. I don't want to disrespect you. Obviously, you're not a piece of meat. But... Right. Also, just... <laughs> I'm paleo today. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Gaga. Yes, Gaga. Okay. Seriously. I can tell you really do go inward. I do. It's like very. (laughs) I'm introverted. I swear. I swear. I actually prepared some questions for this. Did you really? I did. You did not talk to me about this. I'm being. I'm being a professional. First question, John. (laughs) That's his name. Um, Have you ever dated a Coco Queen like me? Just think about it. Think about it. I don't need to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) What is the answer, though? Yeah, what's the answer? I've never dated a woman. Hold on. Bring it down. There is still time to do that. We can just... The, the, ver- the very first girl I ever kissed, like really kissed, was a young black woman Ooh, in... that chocolate! In St. Louis, Missouri. That's... Oh, that's so cute. Yes. Thank you for that. In the middle uh, of a street. In the middle of a street. sitting down in the middle of the street and was like... What are you... Okay. She... Should we... You, you can't... Wanna, you can't do just, that. Okay. 
And then it was on for like, you know, a horrible 13 year old, like, I don't know. I I know you were like just doing a demonstration, but But that felt real. (laughs) (laughs) I got like whiplash. (laughs) (laughs) This is like so stressful. Okay. Just, 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 just be like, just be like, he's gross. Just tell tell yourself he's gross. He's gross. He's gross. Then look at him. He's disgusting. Look at this face. Disgusting. <laughs> Try heave. Try right, heave. Well, okay, Dry so what's heave. your next question? That was that it. Was it. Yeah, that, was was it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. That was it. That was it. You know you that was literally... it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling He's that might have been it. You guys are so connected. <laughs> if I get pregnant tonight, <laughs> you guys will know who's the father. Great. That would be an adorable baby. It would be so cute. That would be an really awfully cute, cute baby. <sighs> <laughs> this, you know what this feels like? This feels like a date on The Bachelor. So, like, I'm talking to you, and then Jess is going to come over and be like, I'm sorry, can I steal you for a second? <laughs> this is what we it feels like. We talked about this today. <laughs> um, obviously, we've been preparing for this right. very moment. And right. There's a lot of waxing. There's a um, lot of shaving. <laughs> What? Who's, who said that? Who said? I, I don't, and we I, talked I don't about. Have, have you ever watched The Bachelor? I I, I don't watch. It's the really Bachelor. trash. It, yeah, like, there's no reason. You're but a good person for not there's watching it. There's this thing that like <laughs> girls do where they're like trying to get some time, and they're like, like if you guys were talking, I'd come and be like, excuse me, can I just can I get some time with you for a second? And then we would go and we would like talk over here. And then I'll go to the confessional and be like, Jessica is so rude for interrupting my date, like. I was expressing my feelings to him, and I just feel like she's a bitch. <laughs> and then and she it. would come back and then steal you I'm back. I'm so sorry. Can I steal you for a second? <laughs> and then you. she'd have nothing substantial right. to say. Yeah. For real, John, Yo. how have you been? What's been going on? Guys, it's been so busy for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh no, I I've I've nice uh, here and there. <laughs> we missed each other at Sundance by like a hot second. I saw you for one second. You were watching a football game. Um okay. Wait, who's your team? I breathed in through the window. I don't know if you saw me. <laughs> Weirdly, I didn't catch you. <laughs> Wait, John, who's your, who's I your football team? I don't have team? a team anymore because St. Louis uh, has right. lost two NFL franchises in the history of my life. I know. Uh, so maybe it's me? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But Phoebe loves sports. <laughs> Phoebe, who's your team? <laughs> That's sports. That's sports. That's sports? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no, I do. Uh, my... <laughs> No, my favorite sport is tennis, then football, then basketball. Okay. Did you watch the finals of the Australian Open? I did. I stayed up late. 3.30 in the morning. Both of them? Yes. Male and Yes. It was yes. two two great It was matches. amazing. I actually worked with Serena Williams. You worked with Serena? Yes. I did a TV show on the Lifetime Network many years ago. Oh, that's tight. With myself and Taraji Henson. Oh, that was really <laughs> It's called The Division. You guys probably watched it. <laughs> it's about five lady cops and me. Really? I swear to Holy God. Shit. <laughs> that legit sounds like a porn. <laughs> 
The working title was Ten Tits and a Dick. <laughs> uh, and, and Serena came on as a guest star, you know, sort of crime of the week kind That's of thing. It was this just, show is wild. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And she was, she, I mean, she must have been like 19. It was years and years ago. And she couldn't have been nicer and more friendly. And I've since seen her since she's then rocketed to the moon and become the greatest athlete of all times, yep. Yep. probably. Yep. I mean, I think the, yes. I think the, the votes are in. It's been decided. It's not, yeah. it's it's not even a, a gender based at this point. She's yeah. just unbelievable. She's yeah. And I saw her right after she lost like the bid to win four in a row or something crazy oh. in the airport. And, you know, she was kind of sunglassed out and had a hat on, pulling her little trolley Su- suitcase. suitcase. Otherwise known as a tiny trolley. Yeah, a tiny, tiny trolley. trolley. It's a lot of, yeah. It was a little train with, that had a suitcase in with it. With Uncle Ben on it. And she was just like, ooh, ooh. And yeah. it was like, yep. checks out for her. Super yeah. cute. Um, on brand. Yeah. Um, it was a Nike. It was a Nike. <laughs> it had a Nike yeah. logo on it, mm-hmm. so I guess. Um, but she looked up and I said, hey, hi. And she goes, John. And I went, whoa. <laughs> I said, yeah, nice to see you again. It's been 15 years and you've become, you know, uh, uh, the best in your business. Uh, and she was super nice and friendly. And, and every time I've seen her since, she's been nothing but lovely. So anyway, that's that why was I was very happy for her. Too. You really seem surprised that she remembered yeah. you in a way that I'm like, like, like you don't, like you don't. Because there's like, no other reason for her to remember me other than the fact that we worked together. But you say it like on... you don't own a mirror. <laughs> you say it like you're on one of the greatest TV shows of, of all, all time. time. Mad Men. I mean, come on. I mean, the division was good. <laughs> no, it's but just... I will say it was really cool because in a way, like we sort of had planned the water bit, but I feel like in a way we sort of got to act with you. Yeah, that. Was... And I really appreciate, like, yeah. as an up and coming thespian, like the right. choice. Because like you genuinely scared me. Like I didn't think you were coming out. I didn't right. think we were gonna get water. Because you wait. You, he <laughs> waited. He you waited. waited. You waited an extra beat, and I was like, oh, this oh, bit shit, is this going is horribly. <laughs> And then you did, like, some most people just, like, walk out, you know? But you just, like, waited, and that's, like, an actor's choice. (laughs) It was, like, pretty, like, did you get scared? I did. I was, like, I was, like, I thought we told John what the bit was. He's not coming. (laughs) It really was, like, an honor to, like, do that scene with you. Yeah. It was... That was great. That was, I'm like that having was flashbacks no. to when I was single and it no. fucking hurts. <laughs> it's like literally brain freeze. Yeah. Do you feel like, are you, are you like a suave person like I fantasized about or I thought about? Yeah. Or are you like just like, I'm goof, I'm goof. Or are you like, like do you wear, like, like, do you you wear like dad jeans like not for jokes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm, you know, it's, it's weird to have played somebody for so long that it's sort of so stylish and specific and to not be that person in real life is, is, uh, is what it is. Mm -hmm. And I got to play that guy for so long and obviously it was, it was fun, but mostly I just like, you know, being stupid and having fun and laughing at things because it's, it helps. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so what, so what do you do for fun? Yeah. (laughs) 
I play tennis. You play you play tennis for I real? Do. Are really you good? Do. I'm okay. Phoebe, you play hard. tennis. I, <laughs> Is that true? Oh my god, you we should play tennis. You are such a good wing woman. We should just it. ask him like serious questions. Yes, like, serious questions. Like yeah. James Lipton. Hat. Yes, okay. <laughs> so, okay. Um, what's been Where your greatest you role? I don't. <laughs> Where are you from? Like, yeah. what are you, where I'm are you from St. Louis, Louis, Missouri. Sorry. Yes. Uh, today, I was trying to tell my mom, because I'm from here, and my mom's coming to the show, but she was looking up. She was like, who, who's... And I was like, this, this guy, John Hammond. She was like, who's that? And I was like, oh, he's like this guy. Um, you should Google him. And then she was like, did you say John Ram? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then... Um, I'm terrified to see what that <laughs> Google result would bring. And then she uh, looked at... She Googled, because I taught her how to Google, and she saw your picture... And she said, girl, shut the front door. <laughs> <laughs> you having my cutie pie up over there? <laughs> shut up. My daughter. <laughs> and because she missed it, I feel like you should just know the general sentiment. Well, I, I was that even it. like my mom was like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and she's never seen Mad Men. So yeah. I don't know. I just feel like she's just like. Well, that's part face. of being like 45 is like mom, you're kind of in the mom zone. Like moms, uh-huh. that's a big part of my fan base. Is, is mom, the mom? He's, it's like, hanging out. Hanging out. <laughs> so do you run into a lot of moms? I guess. Cool. <laughs> Where are you asking them? Just, just okay. stupid question. We're going to have a quick. Let's have a quick. I don't know. I'm asking him stupid okay. fucking questions. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. They're gonna talk okay. about it amongst it's themselves. It's like, do you Let's run get into to know each other? Listen, 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 listen. You've been a great crowd. This is this is Friday Night Lights fourth quarter. <laughs> Clear eyes, full oh, heart, heart, can't, can't lose. lose. Great. That's okay. right, Coach okay. T. Yeah, Coach T. <laughs> now you ask the fuck out of this next question. Have you seen Friday Night Lights? <laughs> 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 It's good, right? It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I saw the movie and the whole TV show. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, it was such a fun TV show to watch. That was, was like great. my favorite on-screen couple. Well, um, you and America. Could see, yeah. 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 It's a great show. Um, <laughs> what it's are weird favorite? that the movie starred Billy Bob Thornton, and yeah. somebody was like, I know for TV, we need like a Billy Bob type. Let's go ahead and get Kyle Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> like the most opposite. That is not right. a Billy Bob type. <laughs> what are you, Billy Bob very good in that movie. What are you watching on TV now? Yeah. What is TV anymore? I don't even know. Like it's like I recently It's a really good question. I recently <laughs> moved and I got a new TV and it's a mm-hmm. smart TV. So the last thing I watched uh, the last thing I watched on that TV was I think a movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Do you want to give us the name of it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gonna it's gonna sound super pandery. That's why I'm maybe. What is what it? What is it? Uh, no, really. It was a documentary called The Thirteenth. Oh, um, so good. That was pandery, but it like makes sense. It's yeah. so good. It was, yeah, I, just I know. That's why great. I kind of didn't. Uh, no, so it's really good. You like wanted to be woke as yeah, fuck before woke. you came That's to the cool. show. And here's yeah. the thing, and I will say this about that. Which is okay. <laughs> uh, uh, 
uh, I, Ava DuVernay is a wonderful filmmaker, but um, this was a particularly interesting film growing up uh, in the part of St. Louis that I grew up in mm-hmm. and history that St. Louis has, which is uh, sort of front and center in some of this uh, documentary. And if anyone hasn't seen it, it's it's impressive to say the least. And it's uh, I hate I don't want to use the word like important, but it's also uh, uh, relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the history of sort of any kind of movement, uh, progressive movement in civil civil rights, is met with this immediate and furious backlash, and it's been shown throughout the several hundred years of our history. And it's and I think we're in that moment now. Yeah. Uh, Now the good news I feel is that sometimes. Like, stay woke. Like, yeah, you gotta tight. stay woke. We need, like, <laughs> yeah. any white male ally we're trying to yes, fucking push you. Yeah, so please keep uh. speaking out because it's great. I think it's gonna encourage other white dudes to get fucking smart about shit. Yes. Um, and I will say also in that in the world, and we're seeing it. Obviously, this is a this is a un, maybe unique moment in time. But the the idea of understanding the perspective is, and you said it earlier in the show. But the two things can be true at once. Like yeah, people absolutely. have, and this we're not talking about alternative facts, which are just lies, and we know what that's that's just bullshit. Um, but the fact that you can be as pleasant and as seemingly progressive and aware and just and just not know that there's a whole other part of the world that just doesn't see what you see and i think it takes more voices in the world it takes more voices in the world for people to understand that anyways that was my takeaway from the 13th thank you that was great that was great that was great i feel like because you know how a lot of like white women voted for Trump. I feel like if there was just like a C-SPAN or publicly funded channel of you just talking about that. Yeah. That said, I did vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> so let me finish. You know what? I would still make the sacrifice, guys. I still would. You would have to take the hit for I the team. I take one for the team. But just know that your girl's got your fucking back. <laughs> Um, John, thank you so much for doing the show. It's so nice to be here. Oh, thank you for having me. really fun. It can't be over. Is it already over? Maybe. I it mean, yeah. I don't know. You like movies? Yeah. Do you like music? Wait, who's like your movies. favorite band? Oh, sorry. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Probably you too. <laughs> um... <laughs> No, thank you for doing the show. Yeah, it's been it's like a pleasure. delight. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for reaching yeah. out. This week on the New Yorker Radio Hour, a young writer attaches himself to a rising star in politics named Barack Obama. Interesting guy. Speaks in what sound like paragraphs. Very good posture, that guy. Enviable posture. <laughs> I am a writer, and I have this, this very slight hunch, and he has none of that. A political coming-of-age story from staff writer Vincent Cunningham, plus actor and director Bradley Cooper, all on the New Yorker Radio Hour from WNYC Studios. Listen wherever you get your podcast. It's getting late. 
We got our last comic of the evening. I know. Clapping. Y.Q. White. Just, it's sweeping the niche. Just deal. People won't stop. It's fine, I guess. <laughs> Um, but I'm very thrilled about our final guest tonight. She's so good. Uh, I have watched her ever since I started doing stand-up nine years ago. I've always, every time I see her, I'm like, she's just blowing me the fuck away. She has a special on Netflix. Please give it up for Morgan Murphy! Um, hi. I, I don't, uh, I don't fake orgasms. Um, I think it's rude. I think it's dishonest. I just, uh, I have sex with a man. Surprise. And, uh, and then I wait for him to finish. And then I look him right in the eyes and I say, uh, you failed me. <laughs> I think that's the way to go, right? Honesty, key. What else about me? Um, super fun. Uh, just keeping on the sex track. I don't get blowjobs anymore, which is weird, but it's cool. Like I'm, I'm old enough to say I don't want to do. I don't. I'm done. Basically, I am. I'm retired. I'm 35. I retired this year, and it feels good. You can. They. 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 They raised my blowjob jersey into the rafters, and I'm a done. I like being done. I'm not, I'm not like an asshole, though. Like, I want the guy I'm with to get a blowjob. So here's what I'm going to start doing, and I think it's a great idea. I'm going to start paying someone to suck dick for me. I don't think it's prostitution. I think it's a whole new thing. I think it's, uh, call it, like, outsourcing or whatever. I, I don't... It is. It's life is what it is. It's life, right? You get older in life, you start paying people to do things you don't want to do anymore. <laughs> right? You're like, hey, you clean my house. Hey, you park my car. Hey, you suck that dick. <laughs> it's the same thing. It can be the same person. I don't care how many jobs someone has. Just fucking... How great would it be, ladies, fellas, whoever sucks dick in here, how great would it be if the fucking, you, you go on a nice date with your man, right? Nice date, nice meal. You have a nice conversation, you eat your food, you leave half to prove some weird point, you go back to his place, you start making out, you're kissing, he's sucking on your tits, all the great stuff. How amazing would it be if the second a guy started pushing your head down, you could just tap out and be like, she'll be sucking your dick now. <laughs> Boom. That's Stephanie. She needs the money. I'll have Westworld on pause when you're done. Be perfect. 
What else? Uh, where are my hipsters? Hipsters? You don't want to fucking own it? We're in like a rock lounge in like West downtown LA at 11.30 p.m. and no one's going to admit to being a hipster. I'm a fucking hipster. Fuck it. Like own the word hipsterism. Hipsters are good. I'm a hip fucking hipster. What, what, what do we want to do in life? We want to fucking take our rescue dogs to cold brew coffee and put our fucking babies and beastie boys onesies and move on with our lives. But the name hipster is destroyed by fundamentalists, by weirdos with funny mustaches and top hats riding unicycles into buildings. Take it back. Take back the name. That's all I ask. Hold on, sorry, I can't open my water. That's a fun podcast bit. Um, what else about me? I, uh, I don't like big dicks. Is that a weird thing to say? I don't know if you have a big dick in here and you're proud of it. You shouldn't be proud of it. Be very proud of a medium dick. Be very kind of like Goldilocks with your dick. Like medium is the best dick size. Because you can't have a real small dick unless you're hilarious. And you can't have a big... I don't like a big dick. I, I was with a guy once with a very big, very long penis. And I'll never do it again. Because I caught a reflection of myself in a mirror while it was happening. And I'll be very honest with you, I looked a lot like, um, you remember those uh, troll dolls at the end of a pencil from the 90s? <laughs> like, heartbreaking. Competing with young people right now. I'm not like, I'm not an old person. I'm 35 years old. I'm not, I'm not old, but I'm not 20, which I'm realizing now in a major way is very, everything's for the youth. Every, even po politics is like, do it for the youth, do it for the future. And I'm like, I've met people younger than me. I, we don't need them. Um, They're good. I'll get it. I'll figure it out. I'm, I'm just like, oh, I'm older. I'm not like, like this is so weird when you're not old, older, but you're just like, I'm at that age where I just want to fucking toss my tits in a scrunchie and go. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm competing with young people and I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking compete with young people. I don't mean in jobs. I really directly right now mean sexually. I'm... I'm 35. I know a lot of people whose Tinder window is 18 to 35. I'm like, I am fucking almost out of the market. But I'm plowing through. I'm like, I'm, I'm not, you know, you got to just keep living. I'm going to be dead on the outside one day, too. And that's going to be a... <laughs> My friend... Uh, this is why I don't want to compete with young people. My friend went on a date with a girl who's like 20. And I get that's, again, in my Tinder window, I'm competing against 20, right? And I was like, tell me about this date because I want to know what I'm competing against. They had a drink at a bar and then they parted ways. It was a whole date. No kissing, nothing. 
her follow-up text to having a drink at a bar and parting ways was a video of herself fingering her butthole. (laughs) By the way, I know that because he showed it to me because that's what people do to the videos you send them. In case you're wondering... You're like, oh my God, I'm going to masturbate for this guy. I'm going to send him a video of it. What's going to happen? He's going to show nine people that coffee bean is what's going to happen. <laughs> that was her follow-up text to having a drink at a bar and parting ways, fingering her butthole. <laughs> Do you know what my follow-up text would have been to having a drink at a bar and parting ways? And I think it's pretty fucking cute. <laughs> Gracias por la cerveza. How do I compete in a world where the new Gracias por la Cerveza is jamming your finger up your bleached asshole? There will never be bleach near my asshole, ever, unless there's a terrible, bloody murder down there and I have to clean it up before the cops come. That's weird, though. Thank you guys so much. That's been my time. Thank you. God bless. Give it up for Morgan Murphy! You just heard Morgan Murphy, John Hamm, and Chris Garcia. Two Dope Queens is produced by Joanna Solitaroff, Jen Poyant, Paula Schumann, and Rachel Neal. Our team includes Joe Plord, Matt Boynton, Ed Haybrook, George Wellington, Alex Overington, Isaac Jones, Jeremy Bloom, and Shanoa Estrada. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Brodsky. We know that Facebook is basically full of news you want to avoid, hashtag never Trump, and people you want to fight with, hashtag your ex. So change it up. Like us on Facebook, and we'll delight you by live streaming our shows. Ooh la la along with updates about tickets and more. And have you subscribed and rated us yet? We are here, working our asses off, getting you free, hot content. So, like, meet us halfway, dudes. Meet me halfway. Right at the borderline. Go and rate us. And subscribe. Ooh! Yeah, that flowed. That was sensual. Anyway, did you know that you can get our podcast on iTunes, Google Music Play, and now on Spotify? Amazing! Don't forget to subscribe and comment and follow and like and all that good, good. Listen every week on iTunes, Google Music Play, and now you can listen to us on Spotify. Y-Q-Y. <laughs> hey, Mom. Hey, beautiful. How you doing? I'm what? good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What's up? Hey, uh, I wanted to get you an express lane for your car. Uh-huh. But I don't know your plate number, do you? No. <laughs> oh, <not it. laughs> okay. Mom, we're recording right. two dope queens right now and you're on speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> Hi Maria. You know Hi. Hi, Phoebe. Um, you know what? You, you shouldn't have did that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you were like trying to help me out. I really appreciate that. <laughs>